Welcome into the show, ladies and gentlemen, amigos and amigas. Today we're going to be talking some news and notes and some quarterback and running back rankings for week three of the NFL season. We are right in it, and we're going to waste absolutely no time because that's what we do here on this fun show that I run. All right, Deontay Johnson and Dalvin Cook each did not practice Wednesday. Statuses are both very uncertain. I would check your waiver wire and see if Alexander Madison is available. Definitely bumps up Chase Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster's value just a tad. Derek Carr will play against the Dolphins, has been a top-five fantasy quarterback this year. Another guy who I love to stream and and could be a season-long option if he keeps this play up. Andy Dalton, Carson Wentz, and Tua Tungabaloa are all likely out Uh, Justin Fields will make his first start, and I love Justin Fields. We'll get into that a little bit later. Josh Jacobs didn't practice. Peyton Barber, gross. Kenyon Drake is a low-end flex play. Elijah Mitchell and Jermichael Hasty were both out of practice Wednesday. Hasty's expected out for a couple weeks. Elijah Mitchell did not practice due to a shoulder injury. And Trey Sermon was limited with a concussion. I don't know how that works, but... He was. Uh, Niners backfield, just a bunch of stash candidates right now, unless Mitchell plays, I would say, uh, knowing that I'm eager to play, unless Mitchell is able to go and get the full workload. T. Higgins missed practice Wednesday, and Odell Beckham is a full go for this week. Go figure. Jarvis Landry is going to be out a couple weeks. I think that if Beckham is healthy, you fire him up as a flex play with a boom-bust upside, but we've been saying that for a couple years. So we definitely have to see it first. All right, quarterback rankings for week three. Fire him up. Number one, a new number one, the guy who has been balling out the most, probably the future, probably the favorite for MVP if the season ended today after two weeks, Uh, (laughs) Kyler Murray at number one at Jacksonville. I think that Jacksonville uh, so far this season has looked like a college football team and Kyler Murray is going to have a field day. He may throw for 5,000 yards in a game. Number two, Mahomes taking on the Chargers. Uh, locked and loaded. Those AFC West games can easily turn into shootouts, and I love Mahomes and Kyler in really a tier of their own uh, as it stands right now. Number three, Russell Wilson at Minnesota. Not much to say there. He has been cooking. Tyler Lockett has definitely benefited because of it, and if you listen to me in the summer, when I said to grab Tyler Lockett, he was one of the values. Uh, It's looking like that's going to pay off. Number four, Lamar takes on the Detroit Lions all day. Lamar had a really impressive game the other night against the Chiefs and Detroit. I'm so sorry that you have to face Lamar Jackson. Number five, Dak Prescott taking on Philadelphia. Number six, Josh Allen versus Washington. Two studs. Not much to say. <laughs> Josh Allen honestly hasn't looked as good uh, as last year this year, um, but I would expect him to get better as the season goes on. He's too good of a player not to. But Washington is definitely a nice challenge, and we will for sure get to see uh, if that's going to be the case. Number seven, the GOAT taking on the Rams, Tom Brady. That Bucks offense looks like it's firing on all cylinders. Fire them all up, except for the running backs. Don't do that. Aaron Rodgers, San Francisco. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they sure looked good against the Lions. But for some reason, I, I saw a stat that uh, Rodgers spread-wise has never covered against San Francisco, and it seems like he always plays – uh, down whenever he plays San Francisco, especially when they're at San Francisco. That's just always been a team that has had Rodgers' number, but uh, I'm playing Aaron Rodgers if I have Aaron Rodgers. Number nine, Justin Herbert taking on the Chiefs. Future stars of tomorrow. As a Dolphins fan, it hurts, but uh, Justin Herbert's a really great player. Number 10, Matt Stafford taking on Tampa Bay. Another value guy from the summer. Um, I think Matt Stafford continues to cook for the Rams and 
Uh, I know the Bucks defense is tough, but you still got to fire him up. Number 11, Jalen Hurts taking on Dallas. He has that rushing cheat code. The throws might not be the best, but in fantasy, we don't even care. Number 12, Teddy Bridgewater. Been really solid this year. He gets the Jets. And um, if you're looking for streamers, Teddy Bridgewater for this week would definitely be at the top of my list. Number 13, Kirk Cousins taking on the Seahawks. Number 14, Daniel Jones taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Oh my goodness, that is gross. Uh, Daniel Jones will probably not be this high up in rankings uh, ever again. But the Atlanta Falcons have looked really gross really bad especially week one week two they looked like an nfl team week one they did not but um daniel jones especially in fantasy can run he has uh rushed for a couple of touchdowns this season already and um one of them might have gotten called back but he's looked good on the ground definitely looked good on the ground and in fantasy um quarterbacks that can run just have value they they just do uh 15 ryan Tannehill taking on the colts 16, Derek Carr taking on the Dolphins. 17, Justin Fields at Cleveland. Bring them out. Justin Fields, it is time. I cannot wait to see Justin Fields play football. If he is on your waiver, he is worth a stash. He has top five finish upside. Um, We've seen rookies come in and absolutely ball out. First-year players come in, absolutely ball out at quarterback, uh, especially in the recent years. And if he has the rushing upside, that is the floor that you want and all he has to do is be a decent thrower and he can easily finish as a top 10 quarterback sam darnold at houston tonight comes in at number 18 number 19 baker mayfield versus the bears 20 joe burrow at pittsburgh 21 trevor lawrence versus the cardinals oh man i don't think that the Jaguars start could have gotten off to any worse uh hopefully it gets better and trevor lawrence is another guy who's too good of a player to be playing as bad as he has been um, I think that coaching has a lot to do with that. So we'll have to see. But Trevor Lawrence, really only a good option this week if you're in a 2QB league. Matt Ryan against the Giants at 22. Big Ben, 23 against the Bengals. The Steelers always own the Bengals. Like, yeah. But he is hurt. So unless it's a 2QB league, I would stay away from pretty much all these guys past 20. 24, Jameis Winston at New England and 25, Jared Goff taking on Baltimore all right as for the most fun position in all fantasy football the running backs for week three top 40 fire him through rapid fire okay uh Christian McCaffrey Dalvin Cook one and two uh McCaffrey gets Houston I expect them to absolutely eat their eight point favorites and Davis Mills is starting at the quarterback position for the Texans I've spent too much time talking Christian McCaffrey already plug him in uh Dalvin Cook gets Seattle boom Kamara taking on the Patriots. Um, a little worried. I don't know. Belichick's pretty good at taking out the top target for the other team, but Alvin Kamara is just so good. You're not sitting him. Derrick Henry absolutely went off, dropped a 50-burger for his fantasy members on the Seahawks last week, at least in PPR. Uh, he looks good. He looks good. I'm not going to lie. I, I said to fade Derrick Henry uh, earlier this offseason, and I'm still going to stand by that take. But um, if you have him, congrats so far at least. Number five, Nick Chubb, the most solid running back in fantasy, uh, the most automatic running back in fantasy, taking on the Bears. Boom. Aaron Jones gets the Niners at six. Joe Mixon at number seven against Pittsburgh. Ooh, man, that defense is tough. And uh, the Bengals really couldn't get anything going um, against the really good Bears defense last week. But you're playing Joe Mixon. Running back is gross. Jonathan Taylor at eight against the Titans. Number nine, Najee Harris gets the Bengals. I think that this is a bounce back game for Najee. I really do. Um, I have him in a ton of leagues, and 
I'm really hoping because I am pretty invested in Najee Harris. Uh, number 10, Austin Eckler against the Chiefs. Hopefully the receiving game continues to uh, be a factor for Eckler because especially in PPR leagues, that's pretty much why you drafted him, where you drafted him. Number 11, Chris Carson, just so solid, gets the Vikings. Number 12, Antonio Gibson against Buffalo. Number 13, David Montgomery against the Browns. Now, after these 13 players, I think that those are, are the guys that you feel really, really good about starting. Those are like the last 13 that you just plug in no matter what. And I think that... Um, after those 13 guys that I just mentioned, every single player from here on out has has at least one question, I would say, if not multiple. So 14, Ezekiel Elliott against Philadelphia did not look like the best running back in his own backfield. That is sad. Tony Pollard, if he is still somehow out there on your waiver wire, please grab him while you can number 15 Saquon Barkley gets the Falcons uh he gets the Falcons that is the good news the bad news is Saquon does not look like 2018 Saquon and I think that that's fine um I don't think that it's fine that their O-line is terrible and it's kind of a wait and see approach he plays the Falcons this week if you have him play him hold him and if he goes off um I wouldn't mind selling I would not mind selling number 16 DeAndre Swift gets the Ravens uh this is a guy that um, I think can continue to rise. He's really good, but the Lions are really bad. So we'll see. Miles Sanders gets the Cowboys. Another solid player, but there are other players in that backfield that are pretty good too. Number 18, Damian Harris gets the Saints. In PPR leagues, Damian Harris has a lot more questions than in standard because he doesn't really catch the ball, but he can run the ball on the ground. Had one of the best runs of the season against the Jets just last week. Number 19, Tyson Williams against the Lions. Anyone in that Baltimore offense, at least how it's looking so far, is a nice play. Um, and Detroit is just Detroit, man. <laughs> Number 20, Miles Gaskin gets the Raiders. How is Gaskin going to perform this season as well as without his starting quarterback? 21, CEH gets the Chargers. But man, oh man, if the Chargers, if Clyde edwards dealer cannot get anything going this week, he is going to plummet in Pretty much everyone's rankings, I would think, because after three weeks, if he drops another like four or five fantasy point game, people are going to be fed up. People are going to be fed up. You took him in the early to late third round, and that is not acceptable from a third round pick. 22, Kareem Hunt gets the Bears. 23, Melvin Gordon gets the Jets. 24, Chase Edmond gets Jacksonville. Chase Edmonds, plug him in and play him and enjoy the Cardinals offense. Looks like it's going to be super, super elite. I wish that their running game was a little bit better, but... Um, it really is looking like it's going to be up there with the, uh, I don't want to say Chiefs and Buccaneers, but I'd say the Rams and Packers, you know, maybe that next tier of crazy elite. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, if he plays at 25 against the Packers, 26, Leonard Fournette against the Rams, 27, Kenny Drake filling in for Josh Jacobs against the Dolphins. Revenge game, revenge game, revenge game. Uh, Kenny Drake has some really hard feelings towards the Dolphins, don't we all? Um. I think Drake is a solid flex play this week. 28, Javante Williams against the Jets. When is the takeover going to happen? 29, Tony Pollard, the better Dallas running back, gets the Eagles. 30, I put Daryl Henderson slash Sony Michelle against the Bucks. The Bucks run D is ridiculous, obviously. But if Henderson, you almost hope Henderson takes this week off and Michelle just gets the full workload so you're not like guessing because i think that if they both play then both are kind of off fantasy radars right now because i don't know how as a running back you play with a rib injury um but yeah i i just i don't know i'm not i'm not 
there yet. Uh, 31, Devin Singletary looked good last week, burst onto the seam against the Dolphins. Um, and, you know, th- this point, at this point in running back land, to quote the football guys, these are all just what the heck flexes at best. 32, James Robinson takes on the Cardinals. James Robinson, I would be trading him right now for whatever you can get. Just trade him and on name value alone, just get what you can get because in three weeks he is going to be droppable. You heard it here first. Get James Robinson out of there. It's not last year. He doesn't even look as good as last year, and the Jaguars are maybe worse than last year. It's doomsday for James Robinson owners. Latavius Murray at 34, taking on the Lions. 35, Mark Ingram taking on the Panthers. 36, Michael Carter against the Broncos. Michael Carter is worth a stash. 14 carries, 14 touches last week. And um, I think that this Jets season goes south quickly, and they might just want to see what they have in their younger rookie backs. 37, James White gets the Saints solid in PPR. 38, Rojo against the Rams. 39, Naheem Hines against the Titans. And 40, J.D. McKissick against Buffalo. So that'll do it. That'll do it today on this episode. I thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We're going to have a spreads podcast out tomorrow. Saturday, we're going to do starts and sits as well as receiver and tight end rankings for week three. Enjoy the game tonight. I have the Panthers covering eight for what it is worth. And I think the Panthers absolutely whoop and walk into Houston and just do their thing. We'll see. Does Davis Mills have the answer? I don't know. We will know by the next time that you hear my voice. I thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Take care.